Welcome to the Foyne Jones Show Survival Special. In this mini-series of my podcast, I'll be talking to the industry's most charismatic leaders about the impact coronavirus has had on their daily trading. We will discuss their battle plans to fight back and share advice and guidance on how we can stay positive and optimistic in the most trying of times. Here we go. We are now recording. It's a new episode of the Foyne Jones Show. It's the For Survival series. And after a few technical problems or cross-booking, I'm delighted to say, I won't say in my studio, but in my virtual studio, I've got Luke Trebwell joining me. Luke's a great guest. He's got an amazing background in manufacturing and construction. He's a leader. He's a director. And he's going to talk to us about what happened with him during the February and March passage of play that's uh, led to this conversation, I guess, taking a very different slant. Because originally I would have been getting you onto the show to talk about your role in your company, but that's not the case, Luke. Good afternoon. How yeah. are you? How's the family? Good, Good afternoon, on. Peter. Yes. Uh, I'm doing okay under the circumstances. Family are all well and healthy. Um, we had a couple of periods of um, isolation, but uh, so far so good, eh? So, yeah. No, that's right. So tell me about the family. How many of you is there? How many are locked in together? Yeah, so I've got three boys and, and a wife. So I've got a nine, six and three-year-old, um, as you can imagine. That's a full lockdown. house, mate. <laughs> yeah. In lockdown, that's, that's a pretty tough life. So uh, I'm not sure it's any harder than being a sales director or a commercial director. I'll bet, bet ask, ask the three, six and nine-year-olds if it's any harder than being the owner of a recruitment company. We yeah. don't want to meet each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well, it, I mean, I can imagine you and your good lady when they, when they said the schools and nurseries are shut in, you must have like, thank you. you know, do you know what I mean? That's like, oh, no. Yeah, do you know, it, the most daunting thing is that is the homeschooling. It's not easy. I've got a newfound respect for teachers, I can tell you. Yeah. Um, you know, keep, keeping their uh, attention um, and, and, and getting their sort of engagement when you've got three kids at three different ages doing three different types of work. Yeah, well done to anyone that's uh, knocking that out of the park right now. You know what? I've got my boys are, are, are a little bit older, well, quite a lot older, actually. They're, they're 21 and nearly 18. And and I had, we were talking, me and my wife, we sitting, I'm sitting there going, how uh, I mean, I didn't, didn't say uh, the thing is, I messed up. I didn't say how would we have done it, I said, How would you have done it? And, and that's the <laughs> word come out of my mouth. I thought, Why have I said that? Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know, but I, I would have come, and we joked about this book, I would have come to life in the Joe Wicks PE class and the, yeah. and the football in the garden and that sort of stuff. Is that more your bag, mate? Is it? No, I've got to tell you, the missus has been outstanding, so yeah. um, you know, she she uh, she got us involved with Joe Wicks, and I've been um sort of committed to doing that every morning and i have to say after i don't know how many we've done now but a couple of months worth it's it's starting you, to burn on the thighs mate you're right any day i've got to tell you the thighs burn so uh, it's it's paying off for me no mate he's 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 his approach works i mean i remember like i think the first leaning 15 book and i and yeah. i embraced that to an extent and then high intensities man like you're yeah. burning it you're dripping it and yeah. with the diet it can make a difference so so you're coping okay with a yeah. nine-year-old six-year-old and three boys you're homeschooling um yeah. you said you don't mind sharing what's happens i think it's i think it's unique luke because you know i've seen your presence on linkedin really become quite inspiring lately mm -hmm. you know you're, you're offering yourself you're being kind you're helping others but you made a decision which I made once in my career when I gave back the corporate colours and the badge and, and yeah. set my own business up many moons ago. 
but you not many people do this by choice but you made a decision to to walk away from something you've got to you've got to look at the timing mate and think out haven't you yeah, no, exactly that. I think, um, you know, I'd been unhappy in my role uh, for quite a while. And uh, I think that was probably mutual uh, on the on the company side as well. So um, I entered into a mature conversation and said, guys, you know what? It's not going to it's not going to happen. Um, it's a bad fit for any number of reasons. Um, you know, let's act like adults and, and call it a day. And we we'll both go on and, and we'll adapt and, and do something else. And I actually left there. Uh, quite inspired because I'd learned a hell of a lot in a yeah. two-year period, and um, I was up for the challenge of of finding a new, interesting, exciting role. Um, unfortunately, uh, yeah. You know, let's just talk. Let's just explain to the listeners because I know. But but yeah. that, let's talk about the timeline when these conversations were coming to conclusion. Yeah, so at the back end of last year, I'd voiced some concern and, and offered uh, to uh, walk, walk away from the business. Um, at the time, the business didn't feel that was the right thing to do. So we gave it another go. And then it got sort of mid-Feb. And yeah, do you know what? It just it, it wasn't working for me anymore. I, I was waking up in the morning. I wasn't feeling that normal hunger and get-go that I do. Um so yeah, so so we got to the end of Feb, and 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 that was when we started talking about a, a, a you know an exit package, um, uh, and uh, and yeah, I left on that basis a three month notice period. So I'm I'm two months into my notice period. Uh, the final day is the back end of May, and um, whilst it's probably a bit daunting for most people, um, I actually don't feel that daunted about it. I've got to tell you. Um, you know, there's no doubt it's an unprecedented, difficult time. But I think if we can kind of step back and um, put this situation into perspective and and accept the situation, you know, it, it is unprecedented. No one's been here before in living memory. Um, looking for a job was going to be challenging enough. Looking right. for a job in this situation, even more so. Um I could go and sit in a corner and navel gaze all day, but is it going to help the situation? No. So you accept it, and uh, and then you start to form a plan. And I think the you know the the, the what, when you speak about the timing, this will happen for you. You know, you you, you could say, well, you know, I've, I've got my three months' notice. I'm I'm in a position where I would be in anyway. You yeah. know, you're, you're seeing a job market disappear and, and then you're seeing our way of life disappear yeah. we can't watch football we can't go to the pub yeah. we can't go and go under the golden arches there's so many things that we would do normally that that yeah. were important to us that we can't do and yeah. maybe it's a wake-up call to, to what is important you know and that's there's different there's lots of different ways you look at it yeah. i've been i'll go back to that time in february right? because i because i think it's it's important i'm quite embarrassed about myself because because in towards the end of february and even early march to me, coronavirus was there were some people on a cruise ship that couldn't come back to the UK. And it was a bit weird when they were talking through video video camera to GMTV. And, you know, that was a bit strange. It was it was not here. And, you know, it was never really something that, that anyone registered with. The speed of the of the crisis kicking in. Yeah. Then the that like the almost we're closing tonight at midnight and we're locking down from there. And it's probably going to be three months more. Yeah. Then you start going, wow. Then then I learned a new word, Luke. I learned the word furlough. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and, I, and then I fell in love like we all did with Richie Sunak because you know he's he's gonna give yeah. me a crisis loan, he's gonna do it. 
it's taken a while to get lots of these in place, but we are seeing it happen now. You know, I've got all the Foyne Jones employees, apart from me and the, the dog, who was just in the, who was just sharing the screen with you when I was getting something. Just me, me and Snoop the puppy are not on furlough. Everyone else is, so I'm a one-man business. I've, 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 I've got my, got, I've got my grant, you know, my, my small business grant. So, and I'm waiting to hear from the bank. So, so yeah. I've taken advantage of what's been put in place. Yeah. But I'm looking at what I do, what yeah. Foyne Jones does, and I'm like, well. We're not going to be doing that for a while. So how can I reinvent what I do? What am I good at? What what can I offer? And yeah. there's lots of different things that I thought about working on, improving our marketing, getting more speaking work. Do you know what? I, I, I could, I've, I've done some career coaching. I could do more career coaching. So looking at those type of angles and then what about changing the Foyne Jones model to, to be more fluid and reactive to yeah. the challenges my clients will face? Been doing all that. Um, highs and lows like everyone, and I've got things I do that I'm sharing to keep positive, and, and yeah. I do communicate that on social media. Yeah. What do you do on, like, a daily basis to, to to make sure you jump onto this video call and you're in a good headspace? Yeah, I, well, I mean, I, I guess, first of all, I'm, I'm a bit of a – I class myself as a delusional optimist in the fact that, you know, whenever I get a challenge or a target or a budget or whatever, I don't aim to achieve that. Yeah, I aim to go, you know, interplanetary with it, yeah. and, and and I set my expectation. You know, I'm not shocked when I fall short of it, but I aim I aim for the stars, and uh, I guess that's how I live my life in general right now. If I do something, I do it big, or don't or don't bother doing it. Um, so that so that's the my, my sort of natural frame of mind. Um, but I. I there's, there's, there's two things that I look at really, and this is all about mindset at the moment. But I, I try and keep my physical um, myself physically fit. So you know, I I, uh, I do exercise every day. I do do the Joe Wicks thing. It's pretty good. And then I try and add another. Job. I can see you at the dancing bunny, Luke. I can see yeah. you doing it, mate. <laughs> You're all fancy dress ones, dressed up as a whoopee cushion, done all of that. Um, but it is really helpful because it does get the endorphins going, and you've got to do it early in the morning hopefully pre-breakfast is the best time to do it and i'm i'm fit for the rest of the day then i know that my capacity to um tackle problems is is much higher and and also in the last company i worked for we had this saying called eat the frog and that saying was about um you know whatever your biggest challenge is during that day the think of the worst challenge the worst thing the task that you might have to do in that day don't put it off until the end of the day. That will ruin your whole day. Eat the frog. It's always there, isn't it? It's yeah. always there. You know it's there. Exactly that. Eat the frog. Get it out of the way early. Get that done. Get it behind you. You feel better about yourself, and, and that uh, sort of moves you on. Um, so we do things like that. Um, I, I, I protect my sleep as much as I can. Obviously, I've got three children, so that can be a challenge. But um, sleep is so important. Uh, what you eat is important. What you drink is important. I don't over overdo the alcohol. Um, you know, you wake up with a bad mood straight away. I don't overdo the caffeine either because caffeine, if I have too much, has a, an adverse effect on me as well. So I try to uh, try to leave fairly healthy from that point of view. Um, but then from from the mental side of stuff, I, I, I guess. Um, you know, I, I've always felt like a bit of an underdog. I'm a West Ham supporter, so, um, you know, that fits quite well with that. Um, I'm a bit of a fighter. 
Um, yeah, and, and I think a lot of this stuff was kind of ingrained in me as a as a kid. I was there in the late 80s when my dad lost his business, and that was a that was a real sort of scarring moment for me to see the effect that that had on my family. And I sort of come out of those situations, um, those life experiences, and and I just figured, you know what, I'm I'm gonna work harder, smarter, I'm gonna get up, positivity attracts positivity. Um, and, and I'm a forward thinker. As a director, I, I wasn't really thinking on what I could do today to affect tomorrow. I was thinking on what I could do today to affect six months' time, nine months' time, 12 months' time. And, that, and that's that there. And I mean, I'm going to come back to the West Ham and, and everything like that. I'm, I'm, everyone knows I'm Fulham. So, you know, yeah, yeah. We, we do a whole separate show about Fulham and West Ham and, and disappointment with football be more in. Yeah. But, but when you go back to that, that point you made there right now you know what you do now and i do this in my webinars and i talk about this in in my coaching is that what you do now whether it's engaging with people online whether it's how you communicate talking to someone whatever what email you do whatever you, what you do now is not about here and now it's how mm. we can have an effect further down exactly that. And, and i encourage people to approach their their job search like a project you know give, give yourself set tasks with allocated times review them have fun you gotta have fun you gotta, you gotta put yourself outside your comfort zone yeah but if you can get yourself in a place where you know because you don't want to be applying for every position because no. you want a job there's people there is there is businesses outside of our sectors that are hiring right now today yeah, yeah. Now, but if you want the right position and you've got the luxury of time think you know and use the user process which is identifying who that company is, what you want, we'll start with what you want to do. Yeah. You know, write, yeah. I, I say to people, write, write your dream job description. There's a big wall, there's a wall there, there's a pen. Yeah. Off you go. Yeah. And, like, and I don't know where to start. So, so you've come to me for help and I will help you. But if you don't know what your dream job looks like in any way, yeah. we've got to go right back. Yeah. And, but if you get someone that can do that and you can then start saying how you can use your experience, your expertise, what it can transfer to. Yeah. All of a sudden, you become quite quite unique in understanding what you're good at. Yeah. You know, you might not be, let's go back to West Ham, you know, you might not be a centre-forward. You know, you might not be. Yeah. You might not be. You haven't got many of them. Dick's left-back or Trevor Brookie. But if you find your, your position and know where you fit in, you can really apply that to the job search. So I'm talking about LinkedIn presence and engaging content. What inspired you? Because the, the post that took, took up my attention yeah. was when you, you listed your sort of strengths as a director and you said, look, I'm available with business owners, other directors, other individuals want a mentor, they want to talk, yeah. you know, reach out to me. What inspired you to do that? Because that's why I got in touch with you. I really like that. Yeah, no, thanks. Um, well, a couple of reasons, really. Um, number one, if you want to feel good about yourself, try giving someone a, a random act of kindness because that is is payback in full. You do somebody a favour, not because you have to, but because you want to, that is a, is a great feeling. It, they appreciate you. It starts to make you feel good about yourself. So actually there was, there was a bit of selfishness in there because I thought, yeah, do you know what? It's a difficult time. Um, you know, I, 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 as I say, I could sit in a corner and navel gaze, but that's just not that's just not me. Do you know what? I've got a skill set. I'm not employed at the moment. Who can I help? Who can I help um, understand their market more, push their business on? Are they thinking about what post um, COVID-19 looks like or post Brexit for, for that matter? Um, you know, 
Actually, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. in, the last, in the last six weeks, mate, I forgot about Brexit and I forgot about VAR. Yeah, like, that doesn't mean yeah. it's, it's incredible how things change. In uh, I'm still hanging on though, like Matt, I'm still hanging on with every permutation. I don't know. I put this in every podcast. It drives people mad. I'm hanging on with every permutation to say I've been pulled and promoted back to the Premier League, but <laughs> I, I think we're just going to sit in third and not go anywhere. Oh, I, I have to say, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Fulham. Not, um, you know, mainly because Scott Parker is one of my favourite yeah. all-time players. He had a great time at West Ham and uh, I was actually really pleased when he went to Fulham. I was hoping that we might poach him away from you. But... We, never saw, we never got the best of Scott as a player. He, he joined at a time when him and Steve Sibwell were kind of like yeah. playing the same position and he had injuries and we, we, we stupidly parted company with Martin Yarl and that meant Berbatov yeah. went. Then we had the worst manager known in history and we went down like a lead balloon. Um, it took us a while to get back up. We never really got Scott, but he came back in as part of the coaching staff. He was, I remember when we was at the playoff final and they, they put it out on the full of social media, like they were getting ex-players and people to leave a message. And he, he gave this fish bumping message yeah, to like yeah. players to, to go out and do it. So, so we loved when he was back as part of the, part of the team. And, you know, it was a natural appointment for us. Yeah. I think that um, he gets a little bit of stick over the Parker ball, the keeping the ball, but like, you know, I wouldn't have anyone else in charge at the moment, regardless of whether we go up or down. But it's, mm. but it's, it's that it is what you're saying there, though, about you know making other people feel good, trying to help people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're in this. Honestly, right? that's what that's what keep gets you remembered. You know, because like, we can all dance and go. Look at my great sales figures. I, I'm rep of the year. I'm branch director of the year. I'm yeah. But that, you, you get bored of that yeah. when you actually get into someone's like human side and what they're doing and and how their how their journey's going. That I think is the real power of social media, mate. So, so are you? Do you have a strategy? Is it? Are you learning by doing? How, how do you? How do you work on your, your profile? Yeah, there's a bit of experimentation in there, and then kind of reflect on on how that went, and then form a kind of best practice, I guess. But the, you know, my my plan really is just to stay as visible as possible. Um, hopefully, build some credibility um by by uh, posting some of these things and offering my services uh free of charge um hopefully a couple of people take me up on it i am i'm doing someone a favor at the moment learning a little bit about their industry and and trying to give them some sort of direction um and i guess that's it really and then stay engaged stay engaged talk to people Difference that, right? I, I, I've, I've been getting some support of someone I've not spoken to for a long, long time, and he's been giving me like mentoring type support yeah. and just, just helping me like unload really yeah, and yeah, yeah. take it right away. And, and he said to me, like, you know, can, can you help? I want to do a podcast. I, I do a good, I do good webinars. I want to do a podcast. Can you, can you help me? So, so we was on a, on a, on a video call, video conference. There's four of us on it yesterday. Him and his partner, and me and me and Callum, and, and we were just talking about. I spoke about where the concept came from and the the mistakes I made and yeah. how I need to get people in to help me with certain things. And you know, we it, it how it turns out now is we're gonna we're gonna edit a couple of pilot episodes for him. He's gonna do record it. We're edit it. We'll see if we can get it going. And I just feel like you know he's helping us. He's helping me. Yeah. I'm helping him. Yeah. Everyone ended that conversation thinking that's good. Yeah. And. And we've got the time to do it. So you, we can help others, can't we? The, you know, for me, that's the secret of business, isn't it? If you can create a win-win situation, you've got a long-term relationship there. You know, I've worked with and for people in the past that have been intent on winning all the time. And it's, it's not 
just about winning. Both sides have got a win. Uh, you know, otherwise it's short term, and next thing you know, you're looking for another partner. So, and and and, and from a Fulham fan to a West Ham fan, it can't always be about the winning, mate. It's the it's the hope that hurts. You know, the losing's okay. It's the false hope that that, that destroys. Yeah, well, you know, West Ham frequently fall short, don't we? But it's not as if we haven't had our opportunities. You know. Uh, here we go. All right, so let's so listen. We, we've got to know your situation, and I, and I really thank you because you've been candid, you've been honest, and you've mm. shared what you don't have to share. You know, and this is what the podcast is about. Because I guarantee, in my listeners, whether it's in your connections or my connections or the new network that we've, we've got reaching out to now, number five in in the Dutch charts, <laughs> I let you know, and number two in Hong Kong, twenty third in the UK. Yeah. So it's like a pop star, yeah. but. If we go into that that way, there'll be someone listening and he or she will be in that situation where they're thinking, why did I resign? Why did I do that? Look what's happened to me now. Yeah. You can't go back. Nah. You've got to go forward. Yeah. You're saying, look, you know, we will get through it. Look, I don't have to say that. People will look at your profile. They know you're a guest. You're employable. You've got great experience. Let's Thanks. bring it to life and just take a couple of minutes for you to tell, tell us, you know, the quick Luke Treadwell score story, what you could offer an employer, and mm. um, you know, what that dream opportunity or job or market would be for you. What's next for you, Luke? Over to you, mate. Yeah. Um, do you know, in, in terms of product and market sector, I'm very open minded. Um, what I'd really like to join is a senior exec team that are forward thinking and actually act as a team. I've been caught out once or twice in the past with intercompany politics and things like that. And, you know, whilst that game plan, I guess, uh, exists in most businesses, um, there's a lot of time and energy gets spent on that stuff. I, you know, we should all be rowing in the same direction. So I, I, I'm, I'm quite entrepreneurial, I'm quite innovative, I'm creative, I'm collaborative. Um, I, I really like pulling resources in from different sides of the business. And, and I love strategy and I love selling. <laughs> so, you know, if there's no, no, one listen, no one listening to this podcast is, is going to end, end, you know, put their iPhone back down or, or turn it off and yeah. go, that's sell. You know, you, yeah. you, it, it comes through in your personality, but it's, it's the substance behind it and yeah. it's taking people on the journey with you yeah. that's going to be different. So, so, we're, so we're targeting a, a leadership position yeah uh, are, we, are we keeping that into certain markets because you're you know you, the manufacturing construction suppliers can you see yourself moving and, and transferring into something different because that's quite yeah. that's exciting but it brings that old leap of faith do, yeah. do i do it yeah no definitely i i, I guess as a you know I, I said earlier a bit of a delusional optimist um, you know there's no role out there that i feel particularly daunted by or or too hesitant i'm a salesman as well so you know, there's an element of risk that comes with all of these things, and, and I'm open to that. Um, I think I'm I'm you know 42 years old. I've got transferable skills. I don't struggle to learn uh, new products, techniques. I, I, I am a learner by nature. I love. I wish I had this attitude when I was 15 years old because I probably would have ended up about four degrees. I just love learning. I love finding out about. Uh, I've got a degree of West London Council Estates as well, mate. So you know. <laughs> exactly. And I and I and I learned. I think I was I was blessed, lucky, or privileged to join Travis Perkins when I was just turning eighteen yeah. at a time when the business was in a real evolution, and yeah. and I and I grew with it, and and I was enthusiastic, keen, positive, went for jobs that people thought I couldn't get because yeah. I weren't ready, and I got them, and then it was like, and and I, and I look back on that, and I and, and I and I think what what I enjoy the most about my business is that. 
the sectors I recruit for, I really love them. Mm-hmm. I, I feel part of them. I can, I can really like if we were having a conversation in your previous roles and we were talking about, I would get it. And you, and you want to, and I want to keep people like like you in the industry. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I've, you know, I invited you onto the podcast one to one to get you to showcase and tell your story. Um, but the other thing I want to do is I want to let my listeners and my network and my industry know that people of your ability are on the market, you're keeping yourself busy and you're looking for a new opportunity. People can connect with you through this podcast, through the links on social media. They can reach out to you directly. We have, or we will be, before this is released, recording a video interview where we really dive into your achievements, the strategy behind it, what you learned from success. And I always like doing this, what you learned from failure, because that's really important. important. Package that up with what, what it looks for you financially and geographically. And I'm going to give anyone interested access to that and your CV and a route into you completely free of charge because I want to be supportive. I'm doing this, you know, occasionally for job seekers as part of the podcast is supporting our sectors. And I'll be delighted to do that, Luke. So so that's something we're going to do. If I'm honest, I think that your approach and the way you're putting yourself out there, you're going to be okay, and you're going to get things things right for you going to take you back right because I, I always ask people to give me three things of advice yeah. they would share whether that's for a business in how they're adapted to the crisis or a job seeker yeah. for you I'm going to focus on the job seeking population because yeah. you're, you're part of that right now to an extent yeah. point I'm going to answer one and two for you because I've already got them. eat the frog is going to be number one because <laughs> yeah. right? I love that get rid of the horrible thing first yeah, yeah. number two and it's it's where we are right now in the world. The act of kindness. Do something for someone else yeah. expecting nothing in return and see how it makes you feel. Yeah. That's the first two. Yeah. You can give one more piece of advice. What would it be? Yeah, so I'd probably say find a way of differentiating yourself. Uh, you said earlier, there's a lot of people unemployed at the moment because of the circumstances. There's no difference between this situation and there is walking into a company that's selling the same type of product as 12 other companies. You know, what are you going to do to make you different? What are you going to do to stand out? Are you, you know, going to give someone a, a, a delivery quicker? Are you going to do special packaging for them? Are you going to, what are you going to do for them? And, and again, that's part of the reason why I've been posting some of the more sort of um, positive, uh, optimistic posts, because I want people to look at me and say, do you know what, this, this guy's a driver. He's creative, he's a driver, and he's, he's open and hardworking. And, that's what it's all about. Right, there's, there's three great bits of advice. So eat the frog, act, yeah, be, make it happen, act to kindness, and then, you know, what makes you different, what makes you stand out, <laughs> differentiate yourself to others. That last part, you know, 90 to 95% of job seekers do just enough with their online application. They'll press send on a job board. They, you know, they, they might follow it up, they might not. They'll do just enough interview prep. Yeah. Yeah, website. They'll do, you know, but the ones that 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 magic percentage that actually stand out are people that put their heart and soul into it. They think about if they're right for the opportunity, first and foremost, and then why they're right. And they and they 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 find a way to captivate, whether they leave us as a recruiter with something or the employer or something, but they're the ones you want to work with. And and that that's and I think it's important that that this type of advice and and conversation is coming from all different sources because it can't be just one person preaching and everyone's got a different spin on it. But if you drop me out of my sector and I've dropped into, I don't know, 
it's finding really random sector that I'll never work in. Science, you know, you drop me into life sciences yeah. and I was asked to, to, you know, give people some advice and I would say, well, you know, we're going to deal with your biggest problem first of all. That's how we're going to start the day. Then we're going to support your team. We're going to do something kind for yeah. them. And then we're going to find a way that makes us different. Transfers anywhere, yeah, exactly it? that. Yeah, no, quite right. It transfers anywhere. So I think that's really, really powerful. Luke, from, from a Boyne Jones Show Survival Specials perspective, you've been a great guest. I think the the opportunity for people to get in touch with you, we will put this out, we'll spread it. Um, from our side of things, good luck to you. Stay safe, the family. From a Boyne Jones perspective, in terms of what we're talking about, we'll keep talking. Hopefully, you know, in, in whatever period of time it is, we'll get you back on the show to talk about your new company, your new opportunity, yeah. and the new team you're building in partnership with Boyne Jones. Yeah. Luke, it's been a great episode, mate. Appreciate you. I'm not going to go down the West Ham Fulham route because we could be here forever. We'll do that in the next show. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a guest. It's been a pleasure. Have you enjoyed it, mate? Uh, yeah, I have. Really appreciate you making time for me and, uh, yeah, really enjoyed the chat. And It shows you how surreal it is. When we were messaging last week, I'm like, you come on podcast. What podcast? I'll, I'll send the future yeah. of you. These ain't bad. Actually, these are quite yeah. good. Actually, oh, come yeah, on. Exactly. Here you are. Do you know what I mean? And that's, and that's ultimately what it is. It's, it's trying to bring the crisis we're all going through to life in a language in a way which people understand. I don't have all the answers. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't understand it all, but I can influence what I can influence. So thank you for coming on the show. To everyone else, we're Foy Jones. Stay safe, keep healthy, and be positive. Take care. So that's the end of the show. We're Foy Jones. Stay safe, keep healthy, be positive because together we will get through this.